Hey, podcasters, welcome back to the How to Podcast series. Glad to be back with you again. So we've been getting some great listens around the world. Hello, people. Hello, world. We have uh, listeners ready for this in the U.S., Canada, India, Morocco, France, the U.K., Germany, Australia, Netherlands, Trinidad and Tobago, oh, hi, Ireland, Finland, Spain, Japan, Colombia, New Zealand, Italy, Turkey, Malta, Poland, Mexico, Ethiopia, Bolivia, Switzerland, Liechtenstein, oh wow, and Singapore. Come on. The world is a small place when you have a podcast. And we're getting emails from our listeners. What is going on? So happy that people are connecting with the How to Podcast series. I know for a fact there are hundreds, yet even thousands, of podcasting podcasts out there that will lead you and guide you. And there are some amazing ones. I listen to them a lot. I can give you a great list if you're interested. There are some that I would avoid and run from at high speed. Because they will lead you astray. I'm so sorry that this is out there, people. Um, but yeah, having a podcast is a is a, an amazing thing to be able to know that there's people around the world listening. Thank you from 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 Canada. Thank you from my pod area as I create this for you. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to have you guys here. So. Uh, we have a guest on the podcast today, and I'm hoping that I have many, many more conversations with Emery, but as well to have other podcasters on. If you're, if you just want to get on and talk about your podcast or promote your podcast, why aren't you coming? Why not? Let's do that. Contact me. Let's do this. Let's have you on the podcast. Talk about your podcast journey. Uh, you know, your podcast obsession, your pod obsession. What are you listening to? What do you, what do you like? About, what are you learning? How are you growing? And share your thoughts with other podcasters. Come on. You can do this. Come on the podcast. You know how to do this. And I'd love to have you guys on. So reach out. Wherever you are in the world. And let's chat about your podcast. Let's promote your podcast. Let's get you some likes and follows and shares. Today, I have a great conversation with Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie and I kind of go through and chat about podcasting. And it actually was interesting because it wasn't a one-sided interview where I ask questions and she answers, but we went back and forth. So I'm hoping that you enjoy it and you like, share, follow, and go over and check out all of Anne-Marie's great stuff as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Here we go. Auto Podcast Series, again, for all listeners around the world. Woohoo! We celebrate you. Thanks for listening. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a podcast that we're going to do in two different formats. We're going to use this on the How to Podcast Series. Ta-da! And we're also going to use this on Living My Side Hustle. So like two podcasts, one episode recording, like we are multi-purposing. We're doing the thing here today. Um, Anne-Marie is here with me. Anne-Marie is a future podcaster on the journey. 
and she is a podcast junkie. So I've always wanted to meet a podcast junkie and uh, compare notes because uh, I think we're in the same boat here. Anne-Marie, what is going on? How are you? Good. I'm doing really, really good. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We're practically neighbors. We are. Right? Yes. So, like, I'm about, I guess, 35 minutes from the Fort Erie Buffalo border. And um, you're in beautiful, snow-friendly Buffalo. Yes. And (laughs) actually, it's quite hot. Is it? Oh, no snow today. Finally, summer is is hitting us. We had a really cool June. Yeah. And now, towards the end of June, we started getting a lot of... um, a lot of warm sun, which is great, but now it's dry. We haven't had rain, so yeah. now the grass is not looking very green. It's looking rather brown, but uh, it's a good place to be. Very good. So, um, favorite sports team from Buffalo at all? Do you have one? Are you a sports person? I'm definitely going to go for Buffalo Bills. I got to stick to the Bills. I'm actually from Texas, born and raised oh, in Texas, oh, wow. and I moved here about 20 years ago, so I still have a little bit of Texas um, love for my Texas teams, and I can't, like, not disregard that, so go Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you're representing. That's good. That's good. Hey, Very yeah. nice. So, happy uh, July 4th weekend to you, by the way. We had our yes. we had our July first. We beat you by a couple of days, but we're happy for you guys. Hope you guys have a safe holiday weekend as well. Thank you. It's always fun. So okay, so we're gonna talk podcasting. We're gonna talk side hustling. Um, can you give us a little background to you before we jump into our conversation for the listeners sure. who can learn more about you? Awesome. Yes, thank you for that. So my name is Anne Marie Tamarowski. I am from Buffalo, New York. Um, as you heard, I was born and raised in Texas. I have a daughter who is a teenager, now a teenager, and we have a dog. That's kind of where the buck stops there. Um, I actually work a full-time job. I work in public safety, and I work with first responders. And at night or on the weekends, my five to nine, if you will, I am launching my own podcast visibility strategist business. So it's like a blend of podcast management, more about strategic um, strategy around podcast guesting. So Hmm. I'm kind of narrowing that down a little bit to that. And then I am now launching my own podcast so I can know what it's like to be on the other side of the mic Mm -hmm. instead of behind the scenes. And that one's going to be called Tabletop CEOs. It's going to be released later on this summer. And that podcast is basically, I am going to be interviewing entrepreneurs who have left corporate America, corporate their corporate cube, or thinking about doing that and working from home and what that journey looks like. So there's going to be a lot of conversations around uh, mental health, money mindsets, health and wellness. And, but most specifically, my guests are going to be also podcasters. So it's not like just me interviewing just any person that's just out there running their own side hustle or their own business, but what it's like for them to be a podcaster, what they have learned along the way. So 
I'm really excited about it. I'm starting to interview some guests and yeah, I'm, I'm truly enjoying it. So like you, I have my hands in many different things. I'm a multi-passionate creative and I couldn't ask for anything more. That's just what lights me up. I love always doing something, especially something that I feel that is, is purposeful, purposeful work. Nice. Awesome. Okay. There's so many things. Like, I feel like I have my new best friend. Oh, like I talk about podcasting to other people and their eyes glaze over. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never listened to a podcast. I have no idea what this is. And they move on. And I'm just so sad and lonely that I don't have a podcast buddy that I can share ideas with, bounce ideas off, and just completely nerd out with. Like, my wife never even heard a podcast before we actually created one together. And she was learning as she goes. And now she likes them. Um, but I just love podcasting. There's so many great things about it. Why Why does podcasting interest you in the beginning? Why? why? You know, I, I ask this question myself, right? Because I have people ask me all the time, like, what got you into podcasting? And I have to say it started around COVID, around when the yep. pandemic started. I got to a point where watching the news, watching TV, um, going on social media, being a part of that was not serving me. And I wanted to find something or find a platform that I can kind of still consume content and learn from it. I'm a, I'm a learner. Like I love courses and all kinds of things. So I love books. <laughs> Audible, all of, all the things, and I decided that you know what, I'm gonna try this podcasting thing. Like I never thought of I would ever have one, um, but I wanted to listen to one, and I started listening to them because that is kind of like when I started to toy around with having my own side hustle and whatnot. And what better way to learn all the things other than going on a podcast and finding all the shows that really do uh, speak to you and help you learn. So that's kind of what got me started. And from there, that's pretty much the type of con um, content that I do consume on a regular basis. I don't watch TV, very rarely watch the news. I feel like I'll hear what's going on if I want to based on the podcasts that are out there. I mean, there's some podcasts I'll listen to about current events and whatnot, so I'm not totally living under a rock. But I just enjoy hearing other people share their stories, their value, their expertise, and just in, just by listening, just by listening. Cause I'm always doing all sorts of things. So I don't have time to sit there and watch things. I rather just do what I need to do. And I'm on the road all the time and I don't listen to the radio either. I should add that too. And mm. I just throw a podcast in and I just, you know, start listening. And it, it really does depend on how I'm feeling on depending on what podcast I'm going to binge on. Okay, so. so how do you decide if you're going to stay with and date or marry this podcast and be, make it part of your day? Is it the content or is it the host? Is it a combination? What, what is it for you? For me, it's a little bit of both, okay. but it also is, like I said, how I'm feeling at that moment. So I struggle with anxiety. I call myself a high functional, I have high functioning anxiety and I'm very sensitive to a lot of things and a lot of different type of energies. I don't want to get too like far and lose that, but, 
Um, sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm really energized and I really want to learn more about, like, for example, music example that I just told you about with listening to podcasts, like the different, before we started hitting record, the different podcasts I'm listening to now. It's all about podcasting. And that's because I decided to start my own show at the beginning of June. And now it's like, I'm on fire. Like, I really want to learn everything there is to learn about podcasting, all the things. And right now, that's currently what I'm binging. And I'm finding shows that the topics are relatable. They're not long episodes. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the, the voice, I like the voice of some of the hosts. It's kind of soothing to hear. Some of them sound like radio DJs, but I like it. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like actionable, like like I'm, I'll be driving and I hear an episode and they talk about something and I'm like, I should pull over and yeah. write this down or jot it down. Like, I don't even know how to like say that type of stuff, but maybe there's a way. Um, and then there's times where, you know what, I'm not really in full, I'm not in a education mode. I want yeah. to just kind of listen to others talk about like how I'm feeling from a spirituality perspective or a mental health perspective. Nice. And then I'll turn on Gabby Bernstein and I'll listen to her show, Dear Gabby. And a lot of that content resonates with me as well. Um, and then there's times where I want to just listen. People talk about like well, when I said about current events, I'll, I'll throw a show on I'm like, okay, let's see what other people are up there saying. And I'll, I'll listen to a show by Anthony Frisella. And he's very controversial, but I'm like, all right, this is what's going on in the world. All right. Now I got to change it because I've had enough. (laughs) So it really does depend on my mood. And, you know, I do have my own playlist of who I, who I go to the most, but I'm always looking for new podcasts, especially with new hosts. So I always like to learn like how their, what their show style is like and whatnot. So. Yeah. One of the podcasts I enjoy listening to for fun has nothing to do with learning anything really. Uh, It's smartless. And it's um, oh, Sean yeah. Hayes, uh, Jason Bateman, and Will Arnett. Yeah, you and if you just if you want to laugh, you just want to laugh. They have guests on, and so the premise behind this podcast is one of them picks a guest, the other two don't know who it is. Uh, they cover them, they cover the camera, so they don't know who the guest. The guest is on the podcast with them at the beginning. They introduce the guest. They try to guess who it is, and then they talk mm. to like Mike Myers. You know, from Austin Powers, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, or Dana Carvey, or they had, um, Camilla Harris. Camilla Harris was on just before she announced that she's going to be running for, you know, uh, vice president. Like, it's amazing all these people that they have on. And, but you just laugh and you get a behind the scenes uh, shot at these people that you would never really get to hear. And they're like an hour episode, but it goes by in minutes. You just so much fun. So that's really good. That was Smartless. I love that one. Another one is Rob Lowe, uh, actor, obviously, in the States there. He's mm-hmm. got one called Literally with Rob Lowe. Again, yeah. interview-based. But he has the most amazing people on. And it's just, you just feel like you're a little fly on the wall, just kind of soaking it all in. But those are just for fun. And that's what I like about podcasting. Whatever your whatever your mood is, whatever your, uh, however you're feeling today, you can find something that really... Mm-hmm. supports you and builds you up. I love your, your comments about mental health, um, you know, finding about so, just what's going on in the world. Uh, there's so many great things out there. But the big thing, I guess, is how people find you. So with your new podcast, Tabletop CEOs, 
what are you doing or how are you planning on becoming searchable so people can find you? So right before the show, I was listening to the School of Podcasting. And there's a lot of great tips. And today, the episode I listened to right before we're talking was about how to get discovered and should you be on all the directories. So one of the, that was the whole show topic was about how to cement your show to like be in all the directories, not just the main ones, but there's so many out there. There's just so many out there that podcasters are kind of missing the boat because they don't know that they're out there. And it's just a different way of getting listenership. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like one strategy. I'm sure there's like so many, as I'm talking, I'm still learning about how to, to be more discoverable, but I know that SEO is important specifically like your show type, like your show name. Um, maybe the, the, my name right now, it could probably change later, but I really am sticking to what I, what I have right now just cause I just been thinking about it. It's been coming to me a lot. So I'm just going with that and the show description, even the episode titles, how they should be. I mean, there's a lot to it. And then the show notes and all of that. So like, I know that there's so much information out there for me to learn what's going to help me be discoverable but i feel like too being part of podcast communities yeah where you can network with other podcasters but most importantly i think what and this is something i always teach or or i talk to because it's what i do is podcast pitching being a guest on other people's podcasts so you know time to drink my own kool-aid here and get myself out there myself so yeah thank you for having me oh come um, on like this is great I'm, I'm like i said i'm nerding out here i'm having fun <laughs> but i think those are just a few of the things what do you what do you think i mean what do you do to get yourself discovered because you have a lot of um, podcasts out there yeah we, we like we have we mentioned we have six weekly podcasts right now so we're we're spinning um i love I love connecting with people through like a Facebook group, like you mentioned. There's um, before we hit record, uh, just finding new guests using using those tools, using those rooms, those groups. That's always good. Uh, for me, I was I focused on audio first when I first started um, back last year, uh, but I quickly found and and took wisdom from other people saying that you need to be on a version of your podcast needs to be living on YouTube as well. Mm, um, yes. At the time, I wasn't really focused on the video portion of it. So what I did was I just took a still image and I took the audio and attached it to a still image and put it on YouTube. Now, and I've heard people who love video podcasting and they put me down for that. But my thought was, at least I'm there. It's holding a place. And if I want to do video later, at least I've, I have an audience that's slowly building in the background. And if I do want to do video, at least I can do it later and I don't have to start from scratch. And it's really simple to take an audio, a picture a picture and an audio file, put them together, load it up, done. The beauty of YouTube is it is the second largest search engine in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's owned by the first, the, the largest, which is Google. So Google owns YouTube. So if you want to be found on Google for your podcast, you do really good search terms. But if you want to be found in the second location where people usually type in, how do I dot, dot, dot on YouTube, that's where your podcast can be found and searched. So a really good spot to be in both locations because then you get the power of all that search engine optimization. So even if somebody is not 
excited about doing a video version of a podcast, at least get a still image and an audio file up there and then have something in there holding a place. It's one more link that you can share, one more way that somebody can find you because not everybody is on a podcast app, which is shocking to me. When I introduced podcasting to my wife, she had no idea what I was talking about, but she knew what YouTube was. It could find me that way. So it's like, you know what? You're just going to reach one more person than you might not if you don't do it. So I always encourage people just to start with that at least and have at least your episodes up there and go from there. Very interesting that you mentioned that because I swear you're, you were listening to the same show I was just before this, this call. So that was also brought up too, was being on YouTube and exactly what you just said about having that static image with an audio attached to it. So you might have to like tell me or help me out when I get to that point and how to do that. Cause I don't know how to oh, do that. Yeah. I have a link for you. It's free. You take one picture, you upload it, you upload okay. your, your file, your audio file, and it converts it and it sends it back to you in an email and you're done. It's all free. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to do that because I heard that. And you know what you can do is take it a step further and put that video or audiogram, whatever you want to call it, on Vimeo. Yes. Yes. Because there's a platform for there because there's people there that just use Vimeo. It's not all just YouTube. Vimeo is also a place too. And Canva. You've, I've probably heard of Canva. Mm-hmm. Canva has got a, they have a free version and you can do the same thing. Take a, take a uh, picture and add an audio clip to it and you're done. It's free. Mm, yes, I do use Canva. I did not know they do that. Yeah, you can do that and you can actually do your video editing for YouTube on Canva. Really? For free. For free. That's what I use. And it is, I set up templates and all I do is drag and drop in my interview, change the name of my guest download done it's really simple once you set all up all your templates it's just drag and drop it's very very easy yeah, i went with the paid version of canva because they gave yeah, me more the the, yeah they unlock more things but yeah it's very simple so i do my i do like an instagram post um featuring you know this inter- this interview for example i'll do an instagram post with it with the format for instagram and then i'll do a facebook version with a longer image you know, more mm-hmm. landscape portrait. Um, I do all that through Canva as well. So I make my, all my all my uh, social media posts using the podcast and using Canva. It's all done for free. What are your thoughts on audiograms? Because I had heard on another podcast that audiograms are they're not good. They're not good to share on social media because people are going to Instagram, for example, and they don't want to see pictures of people's faces and strangers of people they don't know and mm-hmm. typically people don't go from like wherever your platform instagram let's say and they're gonna go oh i gotta go listen to this podcast so there's they had mentioned instead of doing audiograms going back to the youtube like more bang for your buck if you share only to your youtube channel even if it's just a static picture and the audio that that'll go further than it is to share an audiogram on social. What are your thoughts on yeah. that? Yeah, audiograms I don't get a lot of traction with. What I find is that, um, so somebody asked me about what, what um, social media platforms were on. And I told them that social media to me is like a going to the horse races. And they were like, what are you talking about? So if you go to the horse races, um, you can bet on one horse and you may or may not win. 
Uh, but if you bet on every single horse, you are guaranteed you will win. You will spend a lot of money, but definitely you will learn something and you will win because somebody has to cross the finish line. Somebody has to win, right? Mm -hmm. So just bet on every single horse. And that sounds ridiculous, but in the process, and that's what I do with social media, is I bet on all of them right now, and then I weed out the ones that aren't working or I'm not getting the return that I should get. But I'd rather do that than, like, for example, TikTok. You know, I'm 52 mm -hmm. years old. What am I doing on TikTok? But I'm finding I have 12, 13, 14, 15-year-olds that are interested in my content for some of my podcasts that I would have completely ignored if I hadn't have gone down the road of TikTok. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not getting up and doing the silly dances, but I'm getting way more traction because TikTok loves creators and they push you more because yes. they don't have all the different algorithms and stuff that you find on Instagram and Facebook. So if you want to grow fast and you want to connect with an audience, TikTok is amazing for that. Really good for authors, really good for podcasters, anybody who's creative. It's a super way to connect with people. So why would I say no to that? Maybe I'm maybe if I have a business podcast, I want to connect with people on LinkedIn. Then I should mm -hmm. be in LinkedIn. I should be posting my podcast there. I post my podcasts on Pinterest. Yes. Why would I be on Pinterest? It is a great way to connect through a static picture on Pinterest, a clickable link straight to your podcast. And you can create, you can create like your, all your stuff on Pinterest and people can start clicking on those links without even leaving Pinterest. It is super amazing. So just try wherever you can and find your audience. And then, like I said, if, if you're finding that Facebook's not working for you, you're not getting a really good return, then do less of Facebook. That's all. But you'd rather, I'd rather find out where my audience is and then build my content around them once I find them. Very interesting. And the, the TikTok thing got my gears turning a little bit. I actually have a TikTok account and I don't really go on it that much. I have one for my yeah. dog too, because I wanted to practice Great. using the features of TikTok on yeah. my, my dog. And it's different, like a different vibe when you're on TikTok because you know that people, you're, it, it operates totally different than Instagram. I, I see why people like it. And there's so many businesses that are now going on TikTok because it's easy to use. And unlike Instagram, they actually show your your stuff on the For You page. I don't yes. know if anybody knows that. Like, you don't have to keyword stuff it. You don't have to do hashtags. You don't have to do all those things. You will yeah. get your place there. And yeah. I know that for a fact because I did one of my dog. And it was really dumb because it was just me just zooming in on her face. And it was like some saying, like, you think I'm cute or something. And I didn't even put like any, any words or anything on it, on it. And then next thing you know, I have you know, like six, six, seven thousand views in a couple of days. I'm like, what happened here? And it's because she was in the for you page. There and you yeah, so it's like, I guess you got to just kind of play with what, what works for you. Um, and when you, you always hear people though that say you don't want to be in all the places, mm -hmm. but you could still be in all the places, but stay in your lane and the place that. Yeah serves you most the so. most common feedback i hear on podcasters is they say you need one place for long form content which would be your podcast 40 30 an hour worth of material right that's where people are coming mm -hmm. and they're going to invest time with you and then one place for short form that's a great place to be i would i'm working my way towards that but i don't know which is my short form content right now right. is it tiktok is it instagram or is it facebook 
Is it is it Pinterest? I don't know. So I'd rather, again, like learn. And like I said, I just bet on every horse and then weed out the horses that don't cross the finish line. And eventually I'll figure out which is the best one for me. Now, do you have a podcast player on your website? Like, what do you think about that? Yeah, so each, uh, depends who your hosting site is. I use Anchor for my free podcast. I don't pay a penny for this, and I have no limits to how much I can upload. Um, where others you pay, you have a, a ceiling. You mm-hmm. can't go past, right, with your monthly fee. Um, so I have Anchor. I have two podcasts, podcasts on Anchor. And then I have the remaining four on Buzzsprout. So um, Buzzsprout, I have my limits to how much I can do every month. And Buzzsprout gives me a free, and Anchor, Give, give me free websites linked to my podcast. And I have my own website through GoDaddy. And mm-hmm. I just ha- I just add an extra tab and I have a clickable link to my podcast. You click that, it takes me to my Buzzsprout or my Anchor hosted site and all my mm-hmm. podcasts are there. So I have nothing extra to do. The nice thing is by having those clickable links on my website, SEO wise, is people are coming to me directly and avoiding the apps. And I can mm-hmm. see they're listening to my podcast on my website. And Google loves when people come to your website and click links and stay. Google's like, I, I think these guys are legit. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Google starts to promote it. And that's when you go up and search titles. So if you ever have a chance, our first podcast is called uh, the Upcycle Canada podcast. But if you go into Google and type Upcycle Canada, those two words, we are mm-hmm. on the first five or six pages of Google. It's crazy because oh, there's wow. no one else in the world called Upcycle Canada, but it's just link after link after link after link. There's podcasts, there's Instagram, Facebook, and it's because we're just feeding Google content on a regular basis that Google says, okay. You know, not, I'm not only am I on page one, but I'm on all of the pages. And that's just kind of amazing to see all that hard work pay off. I actually just did that. And here you are. You are. It, it, it's the Apple one, the Apple podcast. I think this is yep. yours, right? Canadian flag, Upside, Upcycle Canada podcast. That's us. Yep. Dave and Jennifer. Yeah. Here we go. Congratulations for being see on that? page one. <laughs> that's awesome right that's crazy so and there's, when we when we created our podcast we typed in the word upcycle and canada into all the search like apple, apple and spotify and even google there was nothing so we created our 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 trailer episode immediately because we're not letting anybody take this and then then we also bought all the domains so we have all the dot coms and in canada we have dot ca's we went and bought them all so no one else could steal our thunder because we didn't want to get out there and start talking about ourselves, And then somebody go, oh, I'm just going to buy your domain. Mm-hmm. Dang it. So we went and did all the work first, kept quiet, and then just kind of, once we had five episodes done, then we hit, hit the ground running and took off from there. So you launched with five episodes. We tried with five, yeah, because a lot of listeners, myself included, were creatures of habit. And we like to binge listen. Mm-hmm. So uh, if I find a good podcast, I even if they're in episode 200, I will go. I'm the guy that'll listen to episode 200 and then go back to episode one. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing in episode one? Those are my worst. But I'd like to see how you've grown, how you've changed your opinion and how you've 
kind of built your podcast over all the years. I don't like just to see the the finished product. I want to I want to get behind the scenes and see all the dirty stuff too, because then I learn more about you as a host. I connect with you as a host, and then I have this relationship with you, even though I've never met you. As a listener, I just can't wait for the next episode. And I also, as a listener, when I go and find a new show, I'll. I sometimes don't even listen to the latest, the latest ones. I don't even listen to the top five. Hmm. One thing I look for is the episode title. Like, yes, I want to know right away what is what it's going to be about. And then I always like to go like in the middle or in the beginning, like what you just said. Yeah, yeah. because I feel like those are the shows that that's where all the hard work came in because you want it to be perfect. And you're like spill the tea on all the things right away (laughs) so you're really getting you know a core of what the show is going to be about of course over time it changes so speaking of episode titles what are your thoughts on how a episode title should be worded i've seen different ones different ways like even just going on um smart list i think that's the one i just looked at yeah you go smart list theirs is just the name of the guest jeff bridges Paris Hilton, whoever. That's it. But then there's others out there that I've seen that I like because it's like, ooh, kind of gets you guessing. So it'll be like Mm -hmm. the episode number or whatever, and then it'll be a keyword. So if the conversation is about gambling in Las Vegas, and then you're talking about mental health, or three different things, so it goes from like, here, let me just try to find one real quick yeah. of a show that I listen to a lot because what captures me about the way that she writes her show title is it kind of gives guessing. Mm. So here it is. Working out while sick, comma, dancing on tables, comma, lost luggage and more. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah. Because I look at That's that and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what this dancing on tables is all about. Yeah, and then I gotta listen to the show to, talk, to to know what she's talking about. Yeah. So those are like just some of the different formats I've seen with episode titles. And uh, what are your thoughts on that? I love it. I love giving people a little bit of hook. Don't give them everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing people talk about a lot of, I hear a lot of talk about is um, episode numbers in your podcast mm-hmm. title. So just like pretend for a second that you have two hundred episodes. And you're trying to tell me which episode to go listen to, to hear about dancing on tables. Without an episode number, for me to try to find that in all of your 200 episodes, it's going to take me hours to figure out which one has the dancing on tables segment. But if you can Mm -hmm. tell me episode 25, I talk about uh, dancing on tables in Las Vegas, then I'm like, oh, I just go to episode 25. That's a lot easier for me to search in your and sort in your listings so i like it i just go with the the letter e and the number that's all okay so episode 10 e10 how to make a podcast and then if somebody asks i can just say if i'm in clubhouse or i'm wherever i am i'm talking to somebody like dave do you have a podcast about this yeah episode 10 that's a lot easier to remember than dancing on a table in las vegas blah 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 right you just have to sit there and scroll yeah. Scroll, 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 scroll. We don't, want, just to, we don't, want, we don't want listeners to do that. Yeah, yeah, we want yeah. to give it to them. We've got to hand it, hand it over to them. Less work. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of my guide there. And I love I love how you're talking about give a little bit of a hook. 
Um, and if you're Paris Hilton, you can just have the word Paris Hilton, the name in, in your podcast. Yeah, That's enough. Yeah, but when exactly. I put the name Dave Campbell, nobody searches my name. Right. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> but yeah, maybe someday. But right now, nobody's searching my name. So one other, one last question I have for you then, sure. since we're talking about this. I hear trailers. Oh, yeah. I hear, I've listened to episodes of the other gurus say Ooh, yes. to have a trailer, but have it in a way that's almost cinematic. Where In a world. Yeah. yeah. And you have <laughs> clips of all these different things that kind of mesh together that could be like a trailer. Instead of it just being about, hi, I'm so-and-so, this is this is what this podcast is going to be about. What is What does your trailer look like or sound like, I should say? And how long <laughs> okay. should it be? So trailers should be short is the one thing. You want to bite-size, catch somebody's attention. I want to connect with Anne-Marie. She's my new podcaster. I'm going to connect with her. So I need a little bit about you or about what the show is about before I commit, right? It's kind of like speed dating. I guess, as I'm going through my app, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Oh, Anne-Marie. Oh, I'm going to speed date. I'm going to check this out. Um, it's really hard to do a best of type clip in a trailer when you have no episodes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and no interviews. You have no guests. <laughs> right. You're like, how am I supposed to do I mean, a best of? I'm do that if I don't even have yeah. shows yet. I love updating my trailer. Okay. I create, I create the trailer with no guests and it's an interview podcast. I have... No guests in my calendar. I have nobody recorded, but I'm going to get my trailer out there. I'm going to tell people, this is what my podcast is going to be about. Um, and then after I built my podcast over some time, I can go back and refresh my trailer anytime I want. Mm -hmm. I can do it every month if I want. It's completely up to, to me how many times I want to do it. The beautiful part about podcasting is it's not... It's not like a book where it's on the shelf and you can't retouch it. You can go in and touch up any episode you want, anytime, re-release it, and nobody would even know. Because most people have listened to your episode. They're not going to go back and listen to it 10 more times unless it's spectacular. They're going to listen to it once and move on. So you can go tweak past episodes, clean them up, whatever you want to do, and like a trailer, and you can, you can just sweeten it every six months, every two months, whatever you want to do. And then you can start adding in little segments that kind of speak to your podcast. Um, but trailers are up all almost every podcast I have. My trailer is the highest listened to um, episode mm -hmm. because everybody's coming to check it out, kick the tires, and see if they want to join up or not. Hmm. Very interesting, and that's what I like podcasting because you can make it however you want to. There's no like yeah. cookie cutter way of doing it. It's your show. Do whatever you want, what works for you. And I like the fact that you did mention that you can go back and change because I I feel like the, a lot of people may not know that, that once it's out in the in the in, in the podcast world and the internet, that it cannot be changed, but that's not true. Yeah. Even with your so, like you could go and change like your titles and your descriptions too. Oh yeah, anytime. Yeah. So if you've if you find that you don't have episode numbers in your titles, no big deal. You just go in, hit the edit button, put the E. 32 at the beginning of your podcast name and you're done you know you can do yeah. that anytime it's completely up to you the reason i only use the letter e and not the word episode is it takes up character space in my right. in my app so i don't want to have anything extra that takes away from the other words that i could have searchable as well and i like that you touched on all of that because 
for potential podcasters like myself who have not launched or those that are thinking of creating a podcast, it's it's okay to publish and then not be perfect. Yeah. It's okay. Just do it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the kind of mindset I'm trying to get like, instead of just analyzing every little thing. Every little thing has to be perfect. Every edit has to be perfect and clean and all these things when you, you can go and change that stuff later. I mean, it's consistent. Consistency is what what makes you grow being consistent. Yeah. You can always do all the touch-ups later. Yeah. It's amazing. So any any tools that you like so far that you're, you've been using or anything you're curious about? So the tools I am using right now, I am using... I'm going to be using Libsyn for my host. I'm using obviously Riverside also. I love Riverside. It's great. eh? Yeah. It's so, and every guest that I've had so far, what, oh, this is new. I like this. I've never done this one before. I've never been on this one yet because it's not Zoom. Oops. It's not Zoom. And my dog just ran underneath the desk because there's fireworks (laughs) going on. So (laughs) sorry about that. Hello, dog. Um, Yeah, she's a little little nervous. but when I work with clients for the, the podcast pitching part of it, there's a lot of different tools I use for that. And also I'm using Asana as my project management tool that I use for my podcast to plan everything out. And I use that for podcast pitching. I have a workflow um, baked into that. One of my favorite tools, as simple as it may be, is a Chrome extension called go full page. And you can always link this in your show notes too. Hmm, Okay. I'm writing it down. So it's called go full page. And if you're pitching yourself to podcasts and you're filling out a guest application before you hit submit, or even just like an email, like I do a lot of pitches. So it's, you know, I was, it's it's like basically you're taking a screenshot. So you hit the button and it takes a screenshot of the entire page, not just like a snipping tool. We only get little bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the application is this long, yeah. you're going to get a screenshot that is that long. And it'll have all your answers. So before you hit the submit, because a lot of times you don't get a copy of those answers and you forget what you t- what you said you were going to talk about, what your pitch was. And then you have a screenshot of that. And then you could save that wherever you, you know, what workflow process that you have. I find that to be pretty valuable because there's been times where my um, clients have pitched themselves and then they didn't do that. They didn't follow that. They forgot mm-hmm. or they didn't know. And then they get an acceptance and they don't remember what the show was, what they, they don't, they felt really stupid <laughs> because yeah. they didn't want to go back to the host and be like, oh, I don't know what I pitched you. you yeah. Know? So yeah. a simple tool <laughs> like that is is good for those that need to make sure that they're reminded of what they're doing yeah i'm using calendly to book all my um my interviews and my pre-interviews that's one other thing is i always like to pre-interview everybody okay um because then i get to know a do you have a good video audio setup with just talking to you i can answer my own question without having to ask um i can tell if you have jackhammers in the background or um, if you're doing this from your iPhone and you're walking around your room making me dizzy, I can I can answer those questions before I even have to hit record, which is always nice to know. Um, but also I can also build a bridge with people before 
recording. I don't take to meet somebody and then five seconds later we hit record sometimes feels awkward and uh, okay. challenging. So I like to have that pre-interview time and it just kind of helps weed out some of the people who are not really interested in that. If you can't commit to 20 minutes of chatting before we hit record, then maybe we're not a good fit. Um, yeah. So that's that's one thing I do like. And it does it gives me a chance to write notes. And then when I come back a month later, I have all my notes in front of me and we're not starting from scratch. So that's I a, use Calendly to book that. Um, and then Calendly has a link to Zoom directly that I use for pre-interviews so that it automatically sets up my pre-interview in a Zoom meeting. I don't have to do anything else, which is kind of nice. I thought about that too, because it's like, okay, I'm limited on time. How can I do this? Because I threw this out in a Facebook group. I asked that same question. Should you do a pre-interview? Should you not? And a lot of people don't do them. A lot of them just go with it. And then there's those that do. And I decided I am going to start pre-interviews. I do have episodes I've already recorded of guests, but I already know them from my community. So that's not so bad. But And I've already have guests um, lined up till mid-July. So after that, I have it to where I'm going to batch. I don't know if you do batching or anything like that, but I batch record my interviews on certain days. And I'm going to do that for pre-interviews. Just just pick a certain day just to do that. And I'm going to do that because like you said, I'm a little nervous about, especially people I don't, I don't know, you know, like I want to make sure we vibe first before I waste my time and waste their time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I am going to be using Riverside though for my pre-interview. Good. Because I'm already here. Yeah. And there's my tool that I use currently right now and i'm still trying to maneuver through it and all of that i use 17 hats so i use 17 hats for my scheduling Hmm. my crm my calendar and note taking what else do i do now yeah so i do templates too like email templates nice yes i have all my like interview checklist i have all that just kind of like built out so i just go boom 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 Beautiful. See, I love I love talking to other people in the space because you get to learn stuff all the time, right? And like you yeah. said, there's not one way to do this. And if somebody tells you there's only one way, then you probably should switch to a new podcast because there right. isn't one way. And you can do whatever works for you and just be open and listen and get as many suggestions from as many people as possible, as many horses as possible, and then eventually you'll win because you'll get picked the right one for you. Yeah, and the, here's the thing, though, too, you got to remember, and I think you actually have an episode out that I've seen um, on the How To Podcast series. And I haven't even listened to the show yet, but I can guess what you're, what, what it's going to be about. Your last hmm. episode 14, Stop Reading, Start Podcasting. Yes. So to me, when I read that, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to hear some tips on how I can just get started instead of just consuming don't always be consuming and just do it and then that's when you'll figure out what works for you yeah yeah it's you know i have i have a car i'm sure you have a car a vehicle of some sort it's very hard to move a car that's stationary and sitting in your driveway or out on the road try to move Mm it it's impossible but once you get it in motion it's actually quite easy with the steering wheel you can make turn around make circles 
it has to be in motion. So if you just get in motion and just start going, it's not going to be beautiful and pretty and perfect right away. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great tools to make you better than people who started 20 years ago or 15 years ago doing podcasting. There's a lot of knowledge around now that you can learn from and have a better starting point than other people have. But mm-hmm. if you're in motion, if you're just moving, then it's easier to steer. So instead of trying to move something that's not in motion, just move, just start going and things yeah. will kind of fit in from there. And surround yourself with good people who are who are in the process and love learning as well. And I love that you're connecting with a community. It's exactly what it's about. Yes, I love it. Building those relationships is what it's all about. I hope that we can talk more in the future. Oh, for sure. So like when your podcast actually launches and get you back on to talk about that. And I would, you know, being being neighbors with just a little river between us here, I would love to kind of chat more often if we could. I would love to. I would love to. Okay. The kind of a Canadian Meeting US podcast. Ooh. Podcast bestie. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'll go get some kind of buffalo thing and hang it up here on the wall. There you so go. I'll send I... you some. Okay. I get my Bills jersey or something. <laughs> I'll just meet you at the border real quick. There you go. We can wave at each other from across the bridge. <laughs> right. Awesome. Okay. So the podcast is going to be Tabletop CEOs coming out August, you said? Yes. I'm thinking okay. mid, mid-August. Okay. All right. So let's, we're definitely going to have to get it back and talk before that. Um, how else can people get in touch with you, Emery, if they have questions or they want to meet you? Absolutely. So pretty much from a social media perspective, I hang out on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook just by typing my name, Anne-Marie Tamaroski. So it's A-N-N, no E, A-N-N dash Marie. And yep. then my last name is, I'll spell that, it's T-A-M as in Mary, R-O-W-S-K-I. I am on Instagram. You can type that too, but you might find two of my accounts. I have a business one and a personal one. But the one to connect with me from a podcast perspective is Anne Marie, one word, A-N-N Marie, underscore is underscore social. That might change down the road, but that's what I have right now. So there you go. Awesome. Thank you for being on my podcast. I would love to come on your podcast if that ever happens, because you sound like you're going to have a lot of fun doing this um but again thank you for being on the how to podcast series and living my side hustle because we're actually kind of dual purposing this the great things you're sharing will help people who are thinking about having a podcast to help their business or to to start a podcast as a business so we're going to take this and share this in two spots so yes different audiences definitely be on my podcast i promise you that i will represent all of canada for you and if you have any Canadian questions, even though you just you can see us from across the border, we are much different, crazy, strange people. And I can answer any question you have on Canada. So that is awesome. Or I'll fake, I'll fake it. I'll fake it. If I don't <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. And you will be able to catch this podcast on the How to Podcast series and Living My Side Hustle. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie, for your time today. Thanks, Dave, for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. And say hello to your dog there for me as well. I will. Awesome.